friends. I'm Kate. I'm Jen. And I'm the other Jen. And we're the Drunk Mythology Gals. Wow, you guys were late on that one. Holy cow. I late. I always do a very specific pause. It's not my fault. Like, uh, yeah. wow. I don't know. Jen was going fast and then I anticipate her slow down. <laughs> <laughs> you thought I was going to slow down. And I'm sitting there going, no one's jumping in. No one's jumping in. Let's just I'm- go for it. <laughs> uh, so. You know you love this. <laughs> I do. I do. It gives me so much joy just to hear you two going at it. I'm Yeah. I'm sure joy is the correct word. It, it right? absolutely is. I delight in your right? suffering. <laughs> but the thing is, we're not suffering. This is... This is fun. It's, yeah, it's the whole, you keep calling it the Ravenclaw off. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, you're the one suffering. I'm enjoying my suffering. Okay, here we go. So, (laughs) um, yeah, it, it, life is being very lifey right now with us. So, God, is it? (laughs) We've had a number of speed bumps. So, uh, yeah, we couldn't quite pull it together to actually do a myth this week, but instead we're doing something that we've been experimenting with on Patreon, uh, which is a new type of episode called Hot Drunk News. Right. (laughs) Because it's hot trash. I'm usually drunk while either researching or delivering it. Oh, yeah. And it's questionably news. But <laughs> given that wonderful buildup, I thought this would be a good week. Yeah, to, you're really uh, selling it. Yeah, to unleash, I mean, unveil it to the general public. Right. But, and it's not that we're, you know, going off on some tangent. It is somewhat related to our typical focus yeah. of mythology yeah. and the the world of history and mm-hmm. We've done some things with archaeology that uncover some some fascinating stuff from the time period yep. when these myths were being shared and passed on or whatever. You guys know the right wording yeah. and all that crap. Yeah. yeah. No, it, but that that's exactly it. Like, <clears throat> you know, I I love stuff like this because it just shows you sometimes in really unexpected ways, like, oh, I don't know, the ancient Egyptians, like, carved fucking spreadsheets into pieces of pottery, like, really? That was amazing. (laughs) Oh, my God, that was the best hot drunk news ever. Yes. Right? So, um, yeah, that's on our Patreon, by the way, (laughs) patreon.com slash drunk mythology gals. And, you know, I also want to caveat that by quote unquote news, it's anything that's been published in the last six to eight weeks because yeah, in terms of archaeology and history, that's like hot off the motherfucking press breaking news. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It doesn't, they're not as quick. <laughs> it, yeah. It, something about peer review and, you know, <laughs> actually checking the research. I don't know. Anyway. So today's yeah. news is going to include our first story, Fuck the Romans. Uh, Second story, 2022 is too fucked up even for demons. And third, Loki wants an upgrade. 
Oh no. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> Shit. I'm terrified. <laughs> yeah. I'm 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 worried. I'm worried. You <laughs> should like an upgrade be. of what? Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're going to get there. <laughs> oh dear. It could so, be anything. Before we get started though, what do we have to offer up to Odin this week? Oh my god. I mean, so it, we're it's recording. an embarrassment of riches, but oh, you guys know. I, I I'll give just a tiny little tidbit of behind the curtain here. Mm-hmm. I've been dealing with challenges and hurdles related to my elderly parents who both have dementia, and they're both in assisted living. And the reason that we didn't record anything new the past two weeks is because I was sitting next to my father as he was in a hospital bed dealing with dementia. Mm-hmm. He's health-wise, he's as fine as one can expect for his age and his normal stuff. But uh yeah, so and I'm still dealing with the what is it? The domino effect, the, after the pile, uh, the aftermath. Yeah. So much doesn't get done when I'm sitting there. I could take my laptop, but there's only so much I can do. Yeah. And Kate and I can record something over on Patreon if you really want details. If you really want to hear the, the ugly about that, mm-hmm. we'll record something over on Patreon. But yeah. yeah. Um, so that's, I'm, I'm still trying to catch up with that as well as the freaking taxes oh my god what (laughs) we're down to the wire here and i i lost two weeks yeah because of that and i'm like yeah Yeah. okay somebody else talk (laughs) she's gonna go do her deep breathing i got a standing desk that you can like you know have a motor so it goes up and down so then you can sit if you want to and so I was very excited for this. And then we were putting it together and the box that does the electrical that makes it actually work was crushed. <gasps> so I can't use it. What? So so what? that's oh sacrificed owners waiting again and having to deal with returns to Amazon to send a new one. Oh my goodness. Yeah, and I'm going to I'm I'm going to need some updates about this standing desk because it sounds rather intriguing. Yeah, I I'm one of those people now. I got a little tiny treadmill also to put under it. So then you can walk while you work. Or then when you're done, you can move it away and then you can sit because you will get tired. But I have a couple of coworkers who really prefer the standing desk. And I've I've never tried one. I'm I'm curious. I've tried just standing. It's kind of rough for me because it's like I get more distracted. Rafi likes Mm -hmm. it a lot. But with walking, it's like that – you're you're not thinking about it and you're moving, and I yeah, prefer that. Interesting. I, yeah, I mean it. It it my ADHD brain is like ooh, ooh yeah, exactly. like it really helps you concentrate. Yeah. So huh. interesting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I just think we, I, I yeah I'm always fidgeting while I'm sitting. It's never a yeah, happy me, thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, me too. So it's will, like this might be yeah. a good uh, solution. And yeah, it's just a tiny little treadmill and then you can just put it under the desk. It has a little wheel so okay. you can move it wherever. We look forward to uh, follow-ups. and pictures. Updates. So, yeah. Like, yeah. how's this going? <laughs> yeah. 
or I guess the first update is going to be, does the replacement part ever arrive? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'll put a picture of the treadmill in the Discord. There we go. Okay. So I'm going to offer up my knees. <laughs> Your knees? Um, my knees. So I, you know, I've been wanting to get back to running a little bit. And, you know, I was just doing an easy mile, nice 12 minute mile. And um, my knees, apparently, I've, I took two days off and my knees are like, yeah, you think you're going back anytime soon? Oh my goodness. I think my IT bands uh, need some stretching. So I'm in a lot uh, of pain right now. Aww. Um, so I'm but, offering oh, up my you. knees. My murder knees. Yeah. He thanks you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Uh, what, what are you guys drinking? Well, Kate, are you drinking anything to help with this pain relief? I, I would be, but I... I have shit I need to do after this, which may or may not involve driving. So I'm I'm drinking. When you make this excuse, (laughs) (laughs) I said it's fine when you make this excuse, but when I do it, I'm lame. (laughs) Well, yeah. OG, what are you drinking then? Yeah, (laughs) my usual tepid water, but in an exciting uh, Deadpool cup because he makes up for it. So, oh wait. I know where this is going. Where's <laughs> that's on Tuesday now? Oh my god! What you I used have it yesterday. Two flamingo cups now. You, we got you, now you have... a second one. I don't know. Lately, I've been gravitating towards Deadpool for Wednesday, but yes, I used it yesterday, and I also used it on Saturday. Uh, no Sunday. Somebody sorry. Please yeah. just imagine so... in your heads my favorite table flipping gif. <laughs> Yes. You know how you solve it? You buy me seven of them. That's what I was just about to say. We need to buy you five more because you already have two. Yeah. So we need to buy you five more. But if you're using like your emotions to guide you in what cup you choose, like, oh, I don't know. Did somebody laugh at me for doing that with my uh, coffee cups in the morning? I don't know. Oh, Um, that's a fun. Yeah, I remember that. So anyway. Okay. Well, I'm drinking... Uh, ice water. Oh, okay. So it's yeah. not tepid. It's not, not tepid. Not the penis ice. <laughs> it is not penis ice. I'm disappointed. And the fact that you right? guys both thought it was the most hilarious thing ever to send me penis-shaped <laughs> ice molds. Of course. I'm going to have to break those out again. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And I am sitting here with just cold water because <laughs> Yeah, this is going to be an episode. Oh, my God. Because I have all kinds of – I got to do all kinds of Medicare paperwork, Medicaid paperwork. You know that's more fun when you're drunk. (laughs) (laughs) What what is the the assigned beneficiary suffering from? Who the fuck knows? (laughs) Let's just put all the codes down. Right? <laughs> Where's the code for alcoholism? <laughs> oh, gosh. Right? Are we and kidding? Kidding? <laughs> uh, and with that, do not drink and drive. Cars, chariots, eight-legged horses, Egyptian spreadsheets, flamingo cups, seven of them. 
uh, treadmills. Yeah. Kate's knees. Don't. <laughs> or Medicaid forms. <laughs> there we go. All right. So let's get started. Um, a long time ago, when the world was young. All right. So <clears throat> our first story is flushing the evidence. And oh. yeah. Yeah. You know where this one's going. <laughs> well, I, you're setting us up to think about toilets and plumbing, I guess. Yep. So, okay. uh, scientists have released the reconstructed face of a man uh, found buried under a Roman era bathhouse near Edinburgh, Scotland. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> they they bury the guy under the bathhouse, or they built the ba- they built the bathhouse on top. Well, more specifically, are the you going to get into that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the bathhouse was part of a Roman fort in the area, and during excavations in 1975, 14 bodies were found in the bog. Holy shit! And and I'm not talking about the perfect pH level marsh that preserves bodies. I'm talking bog as in the British slang for toilet. Oh. That's right. Well, where, where else will you put them? Okay. Oh, legit. Legit. <laughs> so, yeah. Nine adults and five children were dropped off. I mean, dumped or just, you get it, in an ancient Roman toilet. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Wow. Yeah. All right. So when they were first discovered, um, the researchers thought they were probably victims of the Black Death pandemic in the 14th century. Um, because, it, you know, the dead would be taken and literally just dumped outside of the city. Yeah. Okay. You know, either in mass graves or, you know, if something like this was around, it'd be very convenient. <laughs> like, let's dump those dead infected bodies over there. But recent <clears throat> and better radioisotope dating has revealed the bodies are from the 6th century CE, which was mm. like the last vestiges of the Roman Empire desperately trying to hold on. Like, they're keeping their heads down and hoping the Goths and Vandals forgot that there were Romans and Britons. They're like, well, no, we're just over here just doing our thing. Like, we're, no, we have nothing to do with Italy. Like, we're just over here. <laughs> okay. Question. Timing question. You yes. know, I'm always trying to parallel the the different things yes. going on in the world at the same time. So you say 6th century CE. Mm-hmm. This is That's- during Caesar, Julius uh, no, oh, this like this is AD. Basically, this is the new term for AD. Yeah, CE is oh, common so is era instead of Anno Domini. Yeah, way after Julius. Yeah, season. so okay. Julius was like three, four ninety, or I mean, he was like the late four hundreds, early three hundreds, um, and so we're talking. Probably eight hundred years, okay, six to eight hundred years, depending on the actual dating. But okay, yeah, around this time, the world was 
pretty much had thrown up its hands and was like, whatever civilization, Um, because Rome had been sacked. There was an extremely unstable power structure all throughout whatever Europe was, which really wasn't much. (laughs) Um, Got it. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, it was kind of like everybody go to your corners and regroup. And then we start to come together in the, uh, you know, some people call it the Dark Ages, but it's not really the Dark Ages. It's just okay early. Anyway, so yeah. this is around the time generally what's happening. So Got now, it. shady uh, <clears throat> shit aside. What's oh, also- I see what you yeah. did there. Uh, I can't resist stories like this. What's also <laughs> really fascinating about the new analysis is... Uh, they also studied the tooth enamel of uh, some of the people who were uh, some of the skulls that were recovered. And um, it's not a new freaky dental fetish on my part. It is a legit right. cool new science that is being used in all kinds of ways. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I knew they looked at teeth already, but they're doing something new. Right. So for it's okay. called forensic odontology. Okay. Yeah. For- and what they would odontology. do is they would look at like bite imprints and x-rays. And that's mm-hmm. where the forensic odontological identifications would happen. Like when you, you know, they were identified by dental records, blah, blah, blah. Right. You know, that's what it was. But they have now found that tooth enamel, if you can, you know, if the remains have it, and they actually generally do because uh, tooth enamel is one of the hardest substances out there, apparently. Right. Yeah. It can withstand up to 1600 degrees uh, temperature. And yeah, it can withstand water for hundreds of years. Like it, teeth are, yeah, will be gone forever and teeth will still be out there floating. (laughs) So, but tooth enamel itself, especially up until around the age of six, is kind of a, a little bit of a time capsule because each layer of tooth enamel that grows captures the chemical imprint of the food and water of where you lived. Oh my God. This is sounding like rings in a tree. Kind of. So, so, you know, natural spring water on, you know, in New England is going to be very different from spring water in Southern California. You know, it's going to have different chemical and mineral signatures. So basically, you would be able to tell where a person was born. You could also tell somewhat of their diet. And also, just uh, generally, apparently, from the shape and size of teeth and jawbones, you can tell if they were male or female, which is kind of cool. And... Yeah. So you can use tooth enamel and teeth in general to identify an approximate age, natal gender, um, childhood location, and diet. Now, why do we actually care about this? You know, even if you don't care about like, oh, look, we found a murder victim in a toilet. 
uh, <laughs> in a Roman toilet, <clears throat> there's still modern true crime. <laughs> but yep, legit archaeological techniques are being used to solve modern true crime. So there have been a bunch of dumped body does that have recently in the past 10 years been identified using tooth enamel analysis to provide a starting point for investigators to identify who they were. Oh, and okay, I'm just figuring out what you mean by does. You mean like unidentified Jane Doe or John Doe? Jane Doe. They were mostly Jane Doe's. Got it. But yeah. Okay. Um, So for example, one of them was, uh, I won't go into the grisly details too much because (laughs) we are not a true crime podcast, but she was uh, found. And although they circulated a number of sketches of her, you know, and they took evidence, they never were able to identify her. But then suddenly tooth enamel analysis came up and uh, it was, you know, discovered that she had been born in a specific region in Central Europe. And so from there, they were able to start correlating with missing people cases of, you know, people who had come from this region to America and then gone missing. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. And so uh, this has been used in a number of cases. And, you know, another way that history is here to help... (laughs) (laughs) Um, genealogists are also helping to solve crimes and identify Jane and John Doe's. So a couple years ago, there was a big splash in the true crime world because I don't know if you've ever heard of him, but the golden state killer. Nope. Mm, No, he was finally identified and captured and is now fucking languishing behind bars where I hope he's being butt raped on a regular basis by using (laughs) DNA. But not in the way you think. Oh, my goodness. So investigators had DNA preserved from the crimes, but it didn't match anything in the National Criminal Databases. So somewhere, somehow on a whim, they turned to people who use like Ancestry.com and similar sites to track human DNA to find your long lost 45th cousin twice removed. Oh, shit. So I, I... can't remember all the specifics off the top of my head, but basically while there wasn't a one-to-one, you know, precise match, there was a familial match between the investigator's DNA sample and the ancestry.com or whatever uh, site it was. And so they were able to trace and find this guy. uh, And I'm not even going to say his name because he's a horrible monster. And they finally caught him. Um, and he had committed a hun- at least, at least that we know of 120 home invasions, 50 rapes and 13 murders between 1974 and 1986. Damn. And when did they catch him? When did they? 2019, 2018, 2019, something like that. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. So next time you're- That's a rabbit hole I could easily fall down, but I'm not- I get too much to do. I know, I know. But basically, (laughs) they they actually used this uh, ancestry DNA technique 
to identify a Jane Doe in Texas who, Mm. you know, was found abandoned and dead in a motel. And she was just a teenager. And this was like from the 1960s or 70s. And they finally made a match using this genealogical DNA. And her siblings were still alive. (gasps) So they were able to finally know what happened to their sister. Wow. So, you know, like I said, history is here to help. Yeah. (laughs) So next time your Aunt Edna May asks you to spit in a tube for the Family Ancestry DNA Project, do it. (laughs) For real. Yeah. We did that with my mom, actually. It was really interesting. So, yeah, the results were wild. Um, Back to the bog bodies. So, Oh, yeah. Tooth enamel from them reveals they were mostly local, but not a very high social standing. And uh, researchers don't need any teeth to tell them that a couple of the skulls were violently bashed in. So this was a clear case of body dumping. Oh, my God. But they were all from the same time period. So either there was a fight or there was a serial killer. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So many possibilities. But damn. Yeah. As so many people over the course of history have found, including a recent former president, flushing your evidence is the worst way to dispose of it. <laughs> Just don't do it. It's always going to be found. <laughs> like literally. Eventually, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Like oh. certain things just don't flush. Don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> So that is the case of uh, the (laughs) bog bodies and true crime. (laughs) Ancient true crime. I'm all about ancient. I want to do an ancient true crime podcast. I think that'd be awesome. Yeah. All right. Yeah. When life settles down. Right? Like put that (laughs) on the list of 3,000 different ideas. Right. So uh, the next story is not quite in our usual geographic area, but I I saw it and I'm like, really, 2022? Really? (laughs) So remember the murder hornets of 2020? (laughs) Oh, I remember talk about them, but I think we never saw them. Right. Well, nothing came of them. Right? uh, You know, look, it it was just one of those things that could have happened (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Over the course of the year, like there was this like bingo game of where are we in 2020 and what's going to happen? Like it's a zombie apocalypse, uh, alien invasion, murder hornets. So this is uh, coming from Japan. So, you know, it's going to be serious shit and probably involve screaming. Um, <laughs> what? Wait a minute. What, why do you mean that? Why do you say that? Uh, just wait till I get through this story. <laughs> Uh oh, <laughs> it's it's bad. So on March fourth, a Twitter user named Lillian visited a regional tourist site in the town of Nasu, Japan. The site is of the uh, Sesoseki, and I uh, I'm, I apologize if I'm not saying it right. Sesoseki okay. or Sesoseki or the Killing Stone. 
What? Killing Stone. Yeah. Okay. Now, I have included a little screen grab of a map to show you where just in Japan we're talking about. Okay. So the map shows that it's a little bit north of Tokyo. Yeah. And I don't know. I just like when I'm dealing with an area I'm not familiar with, I like to sort of have an idea of yeah where things are. Yep. So the next picture down is an official photo of the site and uh, other Jen, you want to describe what you see? Well, I'm having to zoom in first because (laughs) my my eyesight is crap these days. Um, But it looks like just this rocky area with a border of, well, not a border, border's not the right word, a rocky area with grass just beyond that. And it's gorgeous green grass in Mm -hmm. this photograph. And in this rocky section, there's a variety of like different sizes and shapes there, but there, there's you're such an accountant like, there's one details in particular accounted for <laughs> there's one rock in particular that seems to be much bigger than all the others and somebody has decorated it yes so this is uh the site of a volcano and this is all volcanic rock ah okay and uh that explains why it's like Black. It's yes. lava rock. That's one of the things I was going to say before OG started picking <laughs> on me for my details. <laughs> no, I live for OG, especially when she doesn't direct it at me. <laughs> yeah. Continue. <laughs> no, but so <laughs> this rope is um, definitely, it, it's not just a decoration. It's like a It's like a, whoa, hey, you just stay right where you are. So the legend that surrounds this rock is that a beautiful woman named Tamamo Nome became involved in a feudal lord's plot to assassinate Emperor Toba, who reigned from 1107 to 1123. So, you know, Vikingish era. Miura Nosuke found out about the plot and killed Tamamo. Oh. And below is supposedly a drawing of the scene. Huh. Yeah. Okay. So, sure, blame the woman, but like what happened to that conveniently nameless feudal lord, huh? <laughs> you know? Anyway, um, Legend has it that the woman was actually a nine-tailed fox vixen, or kitsune. What? No, shit. No! Yeah! Oh, my God! And there may or may not have been a lot of rabbit-holing about kitsunes. We're going to have to do that and have Kim on. So. Oh, damn. Okay. And right. it's- Well, at least it wasn't a wolf and it was a fox instead of a wolf so you know it, it we can't nobody can say Fenrir did it or anything no, like that no. <laughs> no. Kitsune yeah keep going <laughs> all right so uh it said that as she fled her evil spirit was trapped in a giant lava rock making the rock instantly fatal to anyone who touched it oh okay. which is why it's called the killing stone All right. So the rope 
that's around the rock is like a like a sacred charm basically and it's like bless this rock and keep that shit inside okay well lillian remember her she posted a picture that broke twitter that day um oh right the tourist yeah the rock was split in two and the rope lay shredded on the ground vandalism no (laughs) yeah she wrote i feel like i've seen something that shouldn't be seen lillian seems to be okay continuing to post food and travel photos but i don't know i'm gonna keep checking in on her yeah yeah so this next photo shows the rock cleanly split in two yeah something escaped so not that I want to start a conspiracy or anything, except I totally do. But yeah, you do. <clears throat> local officials and geologists have said that the rock splitting was just nature taking its course. Tiny cracks naturally developing over time would have allowed water to seep in and eventually split the stone. But I don't know. Do you see any other rocks there that have been split? Do you- nope. Really? Nope. The one rock? Yeah. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> saying. I uh. so <laughs> by late March, the outcry about the broken rock was so intense that local officials had to have a Shinto ceremony on March 26th to bless and cleanse the rock. Oh, oh you God. think that's enough? You think that's enough? What about the thick mist that settled over the immediate area after the ceremony? Oh my gosh. And don't give me that, well, there are volcanic sulfur hot springs nearby bullshit, because that doesn't explain the mist, and it doesn't explain the fact that maybe the poisonous gases from the volcano could have been the thing that, quote unquote, killed you when you touched the stone because you might have been closer to the springs or poisonous no, volcanic gases. It's, but it really isn't. It's it's about a goddamn Kitsune vixen on the loose that we have. Yeah, exactly. And uh, we're going to need to take a break while I go empty a couple of Morton salt boxes in a salt circle around my house. Oh, my God. Okay. I I totally don't buy into any of these things that it's – I'm too scientific yeah. thinking. Yeah. Is that how you would describe my skepticism? Rational. And, and eye-rolling? Rational. Okay. I know. Yeah. I don't really either. But honestly, but you want it to be true. (laughs) I do. It's so much more fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give you that. All right. So, our final story for today is being silver tongued is so 12th century. Now, isn't Loki sometimes described as silver tongued? Yes, he is many times. So what exactly does that mean? Is that another term for liar? Eloquent, sly, you know, able to. Very charming. Charming, con people, you know. Okay. Like you talk someone into anything. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Got it. So not necessarily a liar, but just a a good salesman. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Okay. uh, Just recently, two 2,500-year-old tombs have been discovered in Egypt. And, okay, fine, you know, you find them, you find the bodies. But uh, the bodies seem to have had golden tongues. Okay. Yeah, you're going to need to explain yourself. (laughs) 
<laughs> so, First you say silver tongues, now you're saying golden tongues. <laughs> well, I'm this saying sounds silver literal. tongue is just so it well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the work on the tombs in El Banasa, Egypt, is being done by a joint group from the University of Barcelona and the IPOA. And while evidence shows the tombs had previously been plundered, seriously, who does that shit knowing the kind of curses you can catch? They still found (laughs) more than 400 glazed ceramic figurines, amulets, and beads. And also the robbers apparently didn't have any need for the canopic jars. What's a canopic jar? Do I do I want to take that question back? You yeah. want to take that question back while OG is with us. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank you. So we will um, Google that later. <laughs> yeah, and don't click on the images. So okay, the major find were these two sarcophagi containing the bodies of a man and a woman. The tombs date to around 600 BCE or before Common Era, which is trickling into the end of the Egyptian dynastic system, it being the 26th dynasty of ancient Egypt, kind of like a sitcom that has way too many seasons after it hits its prime. Um, Got it. Now, these are not the first mummies to have been found with quote-unquote golden tongues. In a typically disappointing, realistic scientific fashion, it's probably related to the ritual where the dead had a piece of gold foil placed in their mouths so they could speak before Osiris, the judge of the dead in the afterlife. Okay. So it's not like they ripped out and replaced the tongue or like formed a, you know, a golden tongue mold and like stuck it over the dead person's tongue. It's literally a piece of gold foil that they stuck in there. Okay. Yeah. Disappointing. So, All right. um, interestingly, though, I did see parallels between this and in how the ancient Greeks would put two obols on the eyes of the dead to pay Charon or Charon, the ferryman of the river Styx. And you couldn't cross to the afterlife oh, unless right. you had the two obols. And uh, yeah, you'd be stuck on earth wandering around and wishing you had a golden tongue. Damn. So, la-ti-da about the golden tongues, but I think Loki still wants an upgrade. (laughs) I think so, yeah. He feels like it could really help him in certain situations. (laughs) Especially when dealing with Thor, maybe. Yeah, or the Norns, you know? Yeah. Like, sometimes you gotta, you gotta do your, uh, you gotta do your Norn, like, Listen, ladies, listen. <laughs> or just any of them. It's any interactions. He he needs every help he can get. Yeah, he does. Much. <laughs> so, yeah. This was, okay, some of this was fascinating. Some of it disturbing. The the first one with the, the dead bodies thrown in the toilet, essentially. That's a little... Uh, I'm all tooth- about the true crime. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I know. But uh, at, yeah. at least I restrained myself from some of the rabbit holes I could have gone down. No, thank we you. Thank you. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> I, I, you know, I think I have discovered the ultimate oxymoron, a squeamish raven claw. Oh. Is that right? an oxymoron? 
Yeah. Like I had to go give blood this morning for just some routine annual checkup, you know, test. They test all that kind of like, you know, what's your blood sugar looking like these days? What's this Mm -hmm. and that? And so I had to go give blood. And so I have to look the other way the whole time and I'm talking through it because yeah, I'm squeamish. Yeah. (laughs) Weaklings. Yeah. I can't look at the the tube. Yeah, yeah, and the nurse is just chuckling at me, right? Yeah, and she's play. She gets it. She's like, "Okay, so we're going to talk about your coffee. Let's tell me about where you're going to get your coffee when you get out of here." The the problem is we think too much about it, you know. So it's not like it's just oh, this interesting things. Like we think about where the blood's been, where it's going, what it does. You know, I mean, I go through about five different levels. So yeah, then you start to get squeamish. Yep. Just I still don't under. I I I I guess I still I. I've never been squeamish about that stuff. So I'm just like, ooh, bring on the murder. <laughs> I mean, in an academic sense, of course. Yeah, of course. So if you liked yeah. this type of episode, let us know. Yeah. And I would love to do more of this. And, you know, uh, Life is going to continue to be a little topsy-turvy for us for the next couple of weeks. So we'll be doing some different things and experimenting a little bit here and there. And yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. it's going to be We fun. might have to wing it a bit. <laughs> but you get things like hot drunk news. I mean, how awesome is that, right? Exactly. Yeah. So, or as today, it's hot sober news. <laughs> yeah. I'll make up for it. <clears throat> yeah, I, I believe okay. in you. All right. Yeah. You know, I... I wonder if you really do. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to leave us feedback or just find out what we're doing, uh, subscribe yourselves to our social media scrolls. We're on Instagram at Drunk Mythology Gals. On Twitter at Drunk Myth Gals. On Facebook at Drunk Mythology Gals. We are also on the web at Drunk Mythology Gals. On Patreon at patreon.com slash drunk mythology gals. Where we also or have more can... of these hot drunk news episodes. <laughs> yes. Or you can drop us an email that honestly, I haven't looked at the email in over a month. I forgot we even had one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pull oh, that gosh. up as soon as we finish recording. Ooh. But it's gals at drunk mythology gals.com. <laughs> we'll probably be a hundred unread messages. Yeah. So special thanks to Sound Effects Kim for putting the top spin on our sound. And thanks again to all of you for joining us. Please subscribe, leave a rating or review, and tell your friends and family about us, especially if they get on you about, are you flossing regularly? Are you protecting your tooth enamel? Did you know that coffee stains your tooth enamel and they want you to go see the dentist? Finally, always remember, if the gods can behave badly... So can you.